Hey, welcome to today's video. And I wanted to share my origin story, how I actually got started as a digital marketer, how all of this came to be. I'm gonna start with the background. And I was back in South Africa, I was recently divorced. And I was trying to find, I've always been trying to find a way to, you know, work on my own terms, work uh, where I wanted to work, uh, not have a boss, not, uh, not be, sort of stuck in that nine to five. I'd done the nine to five as a corporate consultant, as an IT audit manager actually, at one of the big four uh, audit firms. And I had just gotten to a point where I was, I was feeling stuck. And as a young kid, I also knew that I wanted to be entrepreneurial. My dad had businesses in the past uh, and he was in business all his life. And I wanted to do something similar. I wanted to uh, create my own free will. And so uh, around, 2016 or so, you know, Facebook started and this thing, this, this online world, I, I got introduced to the online world through Facebook and through sort of interacting with people and connecting with friends uh, that I hadn't seen in school for, from school days, right? So this was ages ago. And, uh, and I realized that people were using the internet to actually sell things. And so I had a couple of things laying around at my house, uh, you know, a TV and just a few odds and ends. Um, and I decided one of one weekend uh, to actually go over to one of the big big stores, buy a, buy a few TVs on a credit card, buy a few Garmin GPSs. Those days, Garmin was was a thing um, that we used to navigate. This was pre pre uh, iPhone and pre smartphones, pre GPS in your phones. We had to buy Garmin GPSs to get directions. And so I went to buy a couple of these uh, Garmin's and a TV and maxed out my credit card and figured that if I could get these at a deal uh, and try to find a way to sell them, that I would do so. And so I started posting on Facebook and there was a website called Gumtree, and I think that still exists today, where I was posting sort of these things I had for sale. And within a week or within a couple of days, I had a few buyers, I had a few people that uh, sent me messages that were like, oh, that's a really good price. And actually there was one woman that I shipped all four garments to because she, maybe she was reselling them or maybe she was buying them for family or whatever. And she was in a remote part of the, the country where garments were just not available, I guess. And so I shipped all of them over to her, which basically gave me enough profit to have my own garment for free. And, uh, and then from there, I, you know, uh, I figured out, so I was always into carpentry and I wanted to do carpentry again and make custom furniture and so again as i was trying to figure out well how am i going to start this carpentry business i posted uh sort of my my services again on facebook and and other online forums and people started calling me people started asking me like to come over to their house to come check out their furniture to make something custom for them and that's how i started sort of selling on the internet so to speak i wasn't actually like transacting on the internet where people weren't paying me any money on the internet but the leads were coming through the internet and fast forward a couple of years i got into mlm and that didn't quite work out the way that i wanted to but i learned a few more skills in terms of working on facebook ads and doing google ads and how to do email marketing and doing all of these things and i realized that hey this could actually be a service this could actually be something that more and more uh, more and more people are looking for and so I decided to create a service uh, as a freelancer. That time, you know, the word freelancer was new to me. So I found this website. A friend of mine actually told me about this website called Upwork. 
and I registered uh, an account and I posted a profile and I, and I got my first gig uh, as a digital marketer, as a sort of uh, somebody who was offering digital marketing services um, online. And, and I got my first client who was actually American uh, in, in Costa Rica. And so I started sort of, you know, working on this business. The One of the things that I always had struggled with, despite the fact that I had clients, was I knew I wanted to create my own business. I knew I needed to get more leads. It was doing everything manually. And I didn't have a budget for advertising. I didn't have much money to even put up a website of my own. I didn't have, like, Upwork was the only thing. It was a free account. I didn't have to do much. I didn't have to post anything on social. I didn't have to do anything. And so that was really, really easy. The other thing that there was a real sort of external struggle that I had was back in South Africa where I lived uh, and I was born, the internet used to go out every uh, every so often. Uh, so, you know, two days, three days in the week, the internet would just cut out or just stop working, maybe the telephone lines or maybe some error in the network. And so I had to drive to a McDonald's sometimes at one or two in the morning to meet my clients, to actually have these conversations, to get on uh, Skype calls. Uh, back then, Zoom wasn't even a thing. And so that was a real struggle. And that used to be, one, dangerous because South Africa is not, is not necessarily a, a safe place to stay. And also, I was working out of home. And if the internet at home wasn't working, I didn't really have anywhere else to go to to, to connect, to earn a living. Then, so I had uh, other struggles like, well, how am I going to actually serve my clients? Uh, before I got that first client, I was, I was like, well, I'm South African. I don't have a solid internet connection. I don't look that presentable on camera. Uh, I was using a, uh, an old, old-ish laptop to, to basically transact. And anytime anybody wanted a video call, I used to make excuses that I couldn't be on video because it was too late. It was dark. I didn't have lighting. Um, and I had a lot of internal struggles about just not being good enough, about not actually being able to do the work for them that they were asking. But I was fortunate. I was fortunate. So before I get into the into the fortune side, you know, the wall came where, you know, a lot of people were asking me, well, how are you actually doing this? Like, how are you earning money? I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was trying to just getting, getting by. I was starting to get off the peanut butter sandwiches uh, that I used to basically had to eat. There were days where I didn't have enough money to put fuel in the car to, to take my wife to work or to bring her back. She used to sometimes put petrol in the car so that she could get to work. Like that was how, how it was. And I didn't have, have money to support the family. I didn't have money to support my kids from my ex, ex-wife. And, and I was in debt. I was, I was struggling. I wasn't really making, I wasn't even making ends meet. And so these, these external struggles and this sort of wall that I had where I couldn't get in on the online often enough. I couldn't transact with my clients. I couldn't talk to them on, like, at a convenient time. Uh, I was working through the nights and then the internet would go down. It would be frustrating. And so uh, I came across uh, a book by Tim Ferriss, which you probably are familiar with, called The 4-Hour Workweek. And in the book, he talks about how you could actually, as long as you have an internet connection, you could live in any part of the world and you could basically, I wouldn't say pretend, but you would you know, your, if you, as long as you don't tell your clients where you are on a specific day, as long as they're getting the work done, as long as they get the result that they want, that you could, that I could actually be anywhere. 
and obviously Upwork pays to a specific bank account or you connect it to a bank account that you're you know you're using or back then it was using PayPal and so from a money point of view getting a deposit into a physical bank account wasn't necessary anymore and so I decided to take the plunge buy a one-way ticket to Thailand um, and and do this nomadic lifestyle to, to actually figure out how to live freely away and and the goal was to get better internet connection, live in a safer environment, meet a few new people, uh, see new places in the world, and and basically figure it out. And that was where the epiphany was, where I was like, oh, this is actually possible. And I started real researching other places in the world that, you know, cost of living, and like how much is a loaf of bread, or how much is breakfast, how much is coffee, how much is rent, how much is telephone, like all of these major expenses that we have, uh, I started researching and, and luckily there were websites and there were blogs and there were people talking about, well, they lived in this city and they lived in this city and they lived in this city. And and, and they basically uh, told me or there was information about this stuff online. There was also a website called nomadlist.io. I believe it's still available, which shows you all the cost of livings and people have posted reviews about a specific place and what how fast is the internet connection you know, good good places to stay, all of those type of things. And I used that website quite a bit to figure out where it is that I wanted to go. And I gave myself 100 days. I gave myself 100 days to figure this out, to, to get my business to a point where I was earning enough, one, to pay for the plane ticket, and actually the plane ticket I uh, booked on a credit card. But uh, I was making enough to basically just cover those expenses that that website uh, was mentioning that people had said certain cities uh, it cost to live, and at that point I think I was making like a thousand, thousand two hundred dollars a month, like working eighty hours, ninety hours a week. I was I was making about a thousand dollars a month, so I was working my butt off, but you know just trying to figure out a way to to overcome this thing, and so I I made this plan within the hundred days to get my plane ticket, to sell all my stuff, to land in Thailand. And to set myself up where I can manage my expenses, I can pay off my, start paying off my debts in South Africa, and you know work a little better, work a little bit more efficiently. And I started finding ways to automate my client systems. I, I found ways to connect tools, to build marketing funnels, to build systems that would actually benefit my my clients. Because what I realized is people want to save their time. They're paying money so that they, they can get one, get the convenience factor of having somebody else do the work, somebody else dependable to do the work, and that they were available to do, do other things. And so with a combination of that, I figured, well, if I can find more clients, start increasing my rates a little bit, then, then I would be able to, to make a go of this. But I had a conflict because my children were back in South Africa. I was feeling sort of, lost in the sense that I was in this world where I wasn't familiar, I wasn't really trying, I wasn't really sure whether this would work. I knew that I wasn't going to go back to South Africa, but I was, I was still conflicted in terms of who I am and what, I, what I'm about and, and, and how I was going to make this all work. And as I started researching and as I started overcoming these little hurdles and, and started to find clients outside of Upwork and, and, and interacting and having more conversations. And because the internet connection was good, I was able to have proper video calls. You know, I had 
uh, I had upgraded my laptop because the old laptop basically died, and I had to I had to find my way to to just deliver a better quality service. And so, what I what I what I realized was that as you up your quality, as you up your presentation, as you up your physical appearance, not necessarily looking prettier, but just in terms of background or, or, or video quality or just figuring out how, what, what the things are that people resonate with and what they like to see online, whether it be in a recorded video, whether it be in a live video, whether it be meeting them at certain times of the day, whether it be certain language that they like to hear when you're on a call. Like these are all sales tools and all marketing tactics to, to get people to buy, to get people to close, to, for you to close, for, for me to close people. I, I, I started learning these skills and I started overcoming these, these external uh, struggles of saying to myself that I wasn't good enough and, and saying to myself that I wasn't capable because I was spending I was spending copious amounts of time studying and learning and I got to a point of achievement where you know clients were being referred to me uh, it's been a, a long time since I had a quiet day or a quiet week um, and you know I started putting in systems in my own business as I was working on systems for my clients I was putting systems in place for myself a hiring process to find good uh, people to do work for me, uh, a system to filter out uh, clients that are not were not so good for me or didn't really quite fit my operating model. I started working on frameworks and and structure to 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 get work done faster and to do more, you know, better quality work. And I figured out how to actually build rapport with people, how to close on sort of 80, 70, 80 percent of the calls that I was doing with my clients. With just certain language, not necessarily using techno babble or or using you know fancy words to tell them that I know how to do what I'm do what I do or to provide the service that they were looking for, but just giving that level of of trust to figure out what the sales I figured out what the sales process needs to be, and I'm still working on it, but that was kind of the the um, the achievement in terms of working online and so I'm at a position right now where 100% of my income comes from clients who I've actually never physically met. There's maybe one person who I have met, and he's actually a friend. He became a friend first, and then I started helping him in his business. But all the other clients, I have not physically met them. Most of them, uh, I meet them either uh, via email, and then we get on a Zoom call, or you know, in the past it was over Skype. And so a lot of my interaction has been in this way, either to a camera or live on person or maybe through a LinkedIn post or, you know, maybe some interaction uh, in comment sections, uh, referrals from other clients, recommendations from other clients, testimonials that's on my website. Um, and I figured out how to actually leverage all of these assets, leverage video, leverage meetings, lev you know, figure out all the nuances that go into creating an online business and the transformation for me was where you know I basically transformed myself into this person who wanted the freedom who wanted the 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 the, the time and the space who wanted my own business who was dreaming of that lifestyle and I transformed who I was from an arrogant angry 
depressed, uh, broke kid seven or eight years ago into who I am now. I'm a lot calmer. I speak to my kids every day. I've transformed myself through understanding how to run my business, but also how to interact with people and how to connect with them on a, on a deeper level where it's not just about the money transaction that's happening. It's not just about the hourly rate. Uh, it's, it's more about the connection. It's more about how we can actually serve people. And, and that's what I really realized is when you try to serve other people, you actually end up serving yourself. And I know this is cliche and there's uh, lots of quotes. Uh, I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, if you can help enough people with their problems, you end up solving your own problems. Or if you help enough people get make money or get rich, you get rich yourself. And I'm not at a point of richness, but I think I'm at a point of wealth where my lifestyle right now is very comfortable, even though it's, you know, pandemic era, it's COVID going around the world, it's elections, it's, uh, you know, protests in the street in Thailand. Like, there's lots of stuff going on in the world, but I can say that because of the plan that I had, because of the uh, if, uh, vision that I had for my life, I transformed my life into uh, in, in a, into a position where I'm a lot calmer and I'm a lot more free with my time and with my interactions with people and I'm meeting people from all over the world without actually having physically met them. And I think that that's, for me, just looking back on my life and telling you this story, it's, um, it's, it's something that I'm really proud of. It's something that I'm loving life despite all the or all the horrific stories that are that are going on around uh, in the world today. So I wanted to share that story for you because uh, I, th I haven't really spoken openly about this to any particular platform or to any particular person. Certain people that know me well know the story or I've heard the story a couple of times from me, but I wanted to actually put it out there uh, on my Facebook page because I think it's important for people to understand how I actually got to this point of putting my business online and how I'm able to uh, get clients online and how I'm able to help those clients get their clients online. It's one of those inception things. But yeah, I uh, just wanted to share that story. If you want to comment on your own story, let me know in the, in the comments below. You know, follow my page uh, if you want to hear more stories. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. You know, DM me if you're, if you're curious. Um, and I hope to see you on the next video. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye for now.